taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good afternoon, all you PPC friends. This is David Zatella with another episode of PPC Rockstars. Uh, I've got a great guest for you today, Scott Brinker of Ion Interactive. Uh, but first, I want to remind you that the resources that we're talking about, the links to the things we'll be talking about, uh, are already posted on the Clicks Marketing blog on the PPC Rockstars stuff page. So go right now to clicksmarketing.com slash blog, and that's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. Um, so let's jump right in. Uh, I want to introduce Scott Brinker, who's the president and CTO of Ion Interactive, which uh, has post-click marketing software and services. And uh, if you're not familiar with the term post-click marketing, you should be, and we're going to explain that. He's also the co-editor of a great blog called the Post-Click Marketing Blog. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, David. So you're up in Boston, right? I am, and it's getting cold. <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing that you you called your platform Live Ball because you're a baseball fan. Um, it... Uh, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a New Englander myself, so go Sox. It's a good time to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe two pair. Anyway, uh, Scott, um, I think most of our audience is familiar with the whole concept of landing pages and the importance to pay-per-click advertising. Um, your company has uh, some pretty unique products and services that um, uh, help PPC advertisers develop landing pages, but take takes it uh, quite a few steps further. So, why don't we start out by um, uh, asking you a few a few questions about uh, LiveBall, the platform that you developed for creating landing pages and, and uh, conversion paths. First of all, what is a conversion path? Sure. Well, let me even just start with that thing about landing pages because uh, certainly all search marketers are familiar with them. They've become uh, a best practice in the industry. Uh, but one of the things that we try and get people to think about here is most landing page best practices sort of came to be in 2003, 2004, you know, as people were just starting to experiment with them. And they, they reached a certain level of innovation and then, quite frankly, seemed to stop. Uh, I mean, if you look at what a landing page looks like today, it looks and feels and behaves pretty much the same way landing pages did about five years ago. Um, and that's sort of crazy when you think about it. I mean, in the case of search marketing, search marketers do wonderful things under the constraints of having a keyword and 130 characters of text to work with. Um, but sometimes we think that mode of thinking and that constraint sometimes also gets people to feel like, okay, the landing page, it has a certain format, like it has one page. Uh, it has to have a headline. It has to have a you know body and an image. Um, and that the game is pretty much just to optimize those elements. And what we really try and get people to think about is there are no such constraints. There are no such rules uh, that these landing experiences people have can be much, much more creative. So one of the things you asked about here, a conversion path is a very specific type 
a multi-page landing experience where instead of trying to cram everything into a single page, sort of a go no decision, go or no-go decision of do you want to sign up and become a lead? Do you want to click and buy this product? Yes or no. If the person says no, they just click the back button and you've lost them. And as you know, the uh, conversion rates in the industry still being relatively low, a lot of people get lost on those single-page landing pages. A conversion path is saying, okay, well, if we're not constrained to have everything fit into one page, is there a way we can get a little bit more of a dialogue going with the respondent? In particular, when people are responding to more generic keywords um, or if there's ads that might be pulling in different audience segments, you know, we can talk more about that later, um, that to have a landing page that doesn't automatically assume who that person is or it doesn't automatically try and give a generic one-size-fits-all pitch, but instead starts out by uh, essentially giving someone a real easy choice. Like, okay, well, you clicked on, uh, you did a search for saying that you're doing, a, you know, looking for a hotel for a road trip uh, in Arizona, and, uh, you know, now I come to a page, instead of just saying, okay, here's the hotel, 49 bucks, you're done, imagine a scenario where I actually give you a few choices, like, oh, well, you're on a road trip. Are you going to be traveling with a pet? Are you going to be traveling with kids? Are you uh, traveling with, uh, you know, friends? And then based on just that single click, we take you a little bit deeper into the conversation, say, oh, all right, so you're going to be traveling with your pets. Here's the hotel we have and the features we have specifically for you. And these types of conversion paths are a way of getting people engaged over a multi-step experience, ultimately to get them what they want a little bit easier and also increase your conversion rate. Well, that's great. We're, we're going to uh, get into a couple of uh, very particular examples from your portfolio in a second, but I just realized something uh, that's that's uh, kind of a little light bulb going off. Um, for those clients that we have who don't even understand the concept of a landing page, um, I often draw a metaphor, which is they think of their build, they think of their their website as a single building with a single entrance, which is the home page. And I try to get them to envision a circular building with many different entrances, depending on the intent of the person entering. Sometimes I talk about Sears stores where uh, they have def- several entrances on the outside where people step into a particular department. And as far as those people are, con- are concerned, you know, it's the Sears warehouse store because they step right into the department. Uh, and I just realized that when, when you start talking about um, uh, customized uh, user experiences, uh, you're actually, and, and, and I know on your site you use the term microsite, which is sometimes used, but uh, it, it occurred to me that for a lot of uh, applications, a lot of uh, sites and customers, uh, the landing page and the conversion path becomes the site. It's actually the only site that they'll ever see. Uh, it's a completely different experience from uh, people that arrive on a site by natural search where they're just surfing and browsing. Uh, so I think that's an important concept to get across that, uh, you know, too often web designers and, and uh, uh, e-commerce entrepreneurs think of their website as this, uh, you know, kind of overwhelmingly large thing that, that they have to uh, make perfect for every visitor. I'm kind of rambling yeah. here. No, no, it's a, it's a great <laughs> metaphor, and I think it brings up a really good point that um, 
it's sort of another philosophical question we ask people to think about, which is it's very clear that the ads you put on Google are advertising. And as you know, in PPC, you try lots and lots of different variations. Uh, you might, you know, try keywords at different stages of the buying funnel. You might, you know, try going further up above the funnel for more generic keywords. Lots and lots of experiments that people do very, very rapidly just to see, hey, is this a source of potential new customers? And then on the other extreme, everyone's very used to the concept of having their core website, you know, which is their primary property. It's the engine that's actually doing transactions in the case of a store, or if it's a you know business that gets leads, their website is sort of their standard set of you know product information and company information. We think of landing pages, you know, a lot. I, I guess the traditional view of landing pages to, is to almost consider them part of the site, and we try and get people to think differently about that. To start to consider landing pages as being more a part of the advertisement. Uh, that in particular, when you start trying these long-tail terms in PPC marketing, you can sometimes get a little bit far away from what your core site actually presents itself as. And to have a landing page that's created to a very specific long-tail PPC term to bridge those 130 characters of text to perhaps a little bit more of a visual and a little bit uh, deeper of an explanation of what exactly you meant uh, on that particular term of how it relates to what you can offer that particular respondent. Um, I think when people start to think of landing pages and landing experiences as more of a tool in the marketing portfolio, more of in the advertising portfolio, um, that, that's one of the ways they start to get a little bit of a creative breakthrough and what they can do there. Yeah, I, I like that metaphor a lot. <clears throat> uh, you know, it, 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 I, I, I'm writing a column on, um, it's called Profitable PPC on uh, Search Engine Watch. And the one that I wrote about uh, uh, ad copy encouraged people to understand that the advertisement, you know, as, you, as you're saying, the tiny PPC advertisement is not going to sell anything really. It's just going to encourage people to take the next step, which is uh, go somewhere where they think there's something that will benefit them, but get a longer explanation of what, how it will benefit them. And uh, I, having had a, a background in print advertising, uh, another metaphor would be, you know, the PPC ad is the headline and the landing page and the conversion path is the body copy of the advertisement. It's where you have uh, much more time and the luxury of more copy to uh, explain what's on offer and how the, the visitor can benefit. Yeah, we actually, uh, someone had told me the metaphor about uh, direct mail, where the search ad was sort of like the outside of the mailer. What you Absolutely. want to open it up. Uh, but, yeah, what can be inside, um, it's not just about different types of copy or more copy. It's also about, yeah, the format of that presentation and how, uh, I mean, you know, one of the great things about uh, landing experiences coming off of search is because search is so homogenous from a visual perspective, you know, all search ads at a graphical level look the same, which is to say not very graphical at all, um, you know, that when people are coming into these landing experiences, the marketer has such a open canvas of ways to visually engage the respondent. And in particular, 
since you know how people search, if they're looking at the ads and they're checking to see, okay, well, who's advertising on this term, it's very unlikely that they're going to click just one ad. They are going to click through multiple ads. Um, that's their way of doing competitive research. And your ability to have a really grab them, you know, uh, by the collar sort of, hey, wow, take a look at this, visual first impression with your landing experience uh, can make a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Scott, we've got to cut away for a commercial. Um, and uh, now that we've covered all the metaphors, when we get back, we will <laughs> we'll zero in on particular examples of, of what we're talking about, some really good examples. So listeners, please stay with us, uh, but listen to this important message from our sponsor. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics. been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Stand by for the hook. 
Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders in advertising and marketing about the state of the industry today. The Hook with Katie Kempner, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm. The Flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Scott Brinker of Ion Interactive, and we've just had a great uh, discussion that we usually have with alcohol in our hands uh, about the the metaphorical ways to look at uh, PPC and landing pages. But Scott, let's let's dive into some of the examples that uh, um, that I'm looking at. Uh, do you want to start with the Citrix Systems one? Sure. So let me pull that up here. And again, listeners, uh, you can see exactly what we're looking at by going to the Clicks Marketing blog and looking at the PPC Rockstars page. Go ahead, Scott. Okay. So uh, what we're going to look at is an example of a conversion path used for lead generation in a B2B marketing scenario. And to give you a 30-second background on Citrix, they uh, sell IT access solutions. Uh, and the way in which they sell is typically by industry. So uh, one of the industries being healthcare, they want to sell IT access systems into hospitals, be it large hospitals, small hospitals. And in the process of selling these things, um, you know, they're trying to not give a generic pitch about their product, but instead focus on the very specific needs for that industry to really uh, establish that rapport and the relevance of what they're offering. Very similar sounding to most search marketers, I'm sure. Exactly. So, so in the case of uh, yeah, this particular path we're going to look at, they were responding to people who typed in for the keywords like HIPAA, uh, the healthcare protection stuff, uh, HIPAA for IT, HIPAA um, access control, HIPAA for uh, data management, and so on. So. What Citrix did is they had originally been sending people to a deep link into their website that just described, okay, here are solutions we have for healthcare. If you're interested, fill out this form. And we're getting a relatively low conversion rate uh, under, under the industry average of around 3%. This path we're going to look at actually took a very different approach. So the very first page someone lands on comes right out, says, okay, this is going to be HIPAA compliance related, but are you with a large hospital or a small hospital? Now, the reason this is interesting is most, most search landing pages don't actually start to get this level of profile of people. But in the case of Citrix, the sort of solution they have to offer a large hospital and the way it relates to very large-scale enterprise solutions is actually a different set of language and a different set of issues than they have when they're dealing with smaller hospitals that are on a different budget structure. They have other concerns about how are we going to get this thing adopted. So this landing page asks them to pick one or the other, and it's just one click. Let's say they click on uh, the small hospital one. They then are able to get to a page that gives a very specific offer for what they are, asks them to fill out that form, and then immediately upon doing so, delivers them that customized report for their audience segment. So here's the thing that's fascinating about this. 
two things happened. First of all, they actually quadrupled their conversion rate um, by moving to this sort of engagement conversion path instead of the regular just click through to a deep link on our website. Part of the rationale for that is obviously they're giving people a more specific message. They're sort of engaging them here a step at a time, you know, just very, very solid marketing practices from a flow perspective. But the other thing that's really fascinating about this is even though, say, you know, 12% actually converted, you still have, as is always the problem with search marketing, right, the what about the 88% who didn't? Well, in regular landing pages, which are typically a take-it-or-leave-it proposition, you know nothing about those people who didn't convert. But in the case of a conversion path, the fascinating thing is actually well over 60% of the people who landed on this first page, large hospital or small hospital, gave a click to one of those choices. And so what Citrix was then able to find out is, okay, certainly for the people who are converting, we know what their segment is. But even for the people who aren't converting, we start to see that, okay, maybe our message to small hospitals is resonating very well, but the message to large hospitals, we're having, we're having a harder time converting them. Right. Or, as they're able to even tie this back to the different ads they were running and on the different uh, search engines they were running these, they could see, well, okay, you know, Google ads, even the exact same ad in Google uh, as Yahoo was giving them a very different audience that had a much higher predisposition to be large hospital versus small hospital, a much higher predisposition to convert. All this sort of data, I mean, even just a click or two of behavioral data can become such gold for the search marketer because it helps you answer that question about why are the people who aren't converting not? So. Cool. Yeah, one thing I wanted to point out is that uh, how much the, the, the form page looks completely different than, the, than a website. It, it doesn't uh, have any off-page navigation at the top, on the left, and the bottom. It just really offers one alternative, which is fill out the form and, cl and click on the Download Now button. Yeah, and we experiment with that. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that is a best practice with landing pages and we're big advocates of is definitely to test. Uh, we'll very frequently do tests where we try with navigation, without navigation. We'll vary the number of choices we're offering. Like, for instance, you know, if someone is not interested in filling out this lead form at this point, but they would like to go to the website, the main website, to read additional information, it's very easy to experiment with offering them those choices and to see a yeah, back-to-back -back comparison, you know, what's having the best impact. Okay, Scott, let's move on from a uh, lead gen uh, example to an e-commerce one. Let's go back to the American Greetings demo. Sure. So American Greetings, um, this is actually a fun example because uh, it's using two things. It's using this uh, conversion path idea that we talked about, but it's also actually using uh, a lot of flash technology, which is something relatively new that search marketers are experimenting with. Uh, in their landing experiences. So in the case of American Greetings, this particular group, what they're offering is a whole collection of e-cards uh, that people can arrange to have subscriptions to for use, uh, you know, repeat services and whatnot. One of the challenges that American Greetings has, very common for a lot of e-commerce vendors, is they have an incredibly vast inventory. And 
at one level, that's a great thing, but it also turns out that when people are looking for very specific things, sometimes all that choice can be overwhelming. People very frequently go into a shopping experience where they might click around a lot, but somewhere along the way, it's just been too many clicks, they sort of lose interest, and they go away. So uh, what the American Greetings experimented with here with a landing experience was actually narrowing the categories um, so that when people uh, would come to a specific experience, they could um, uh, you know, pick whether or not they wanted to be looking just at e-cards, whether they wanted to be looking at e-cards and print cards that you print from home, um, within a particular e-card category, really being able to very quickly narrow down what is the occasion that you're looking for. And um, experimenting with this path was a real great way against the control of, you know, sending people directly into the site to see what actually gets us the most people converting. And narrowing the number of choices helped a lot. The other thing that they experimented with here is all of their landing experiences up until this point had been very static landing experiences that the, the images um, were just flat GIF JPEG images. And so one of the things we experimented with them was incorporating flash objects onto these landing pages. Now, I, I want to be absolutely clear, I do not recommend that people put their entire landing experience into just one big flash. Uh, it has some issues with Google. It has usability issues. There's a lot that gets sort of dicey there. But one of the things that you can do that is very cool with Google and great from a usability perspective is to have an HTML page that has a fair amount of HTML content, but it also incorporates pieces of the page as these um, essentially add-on flash objects that for a human viewer there can provide a little bit more of interactivity. It can provide a little bit of animation. It can provide a little bit of uh, engagement-type pizzazz that in this particular case, um, I, I don't think I can give you the exact number, but it had a greater than double-digit impact on the conversion rate, um, which actually even, even surprised us. I mean, we're big advocates of experimenting uh, with, uh, you know, creative ideas and landing experiences, but this concept of taking static visual experiences and making them a little bit more animated and engaging, uh, it was actually fascinating to see how big of an impact that made on the people who were coming through to convert. Got it. <coughs> Great stuff. So um, talk to us a little bit about uh, the kinds of page elements that can be varied using Liveball. This is a, you might uh, preface the answer with just a, a two-sentence description of, of Liveball. Sure. So Liveball is a software-as-a-service platform we built to let marketers create, test, and analyze these more creative types of multi-page landing experiences. So essentially, any aspect of the page can be managed in Liveball. Uh, we sort of build it a little bit in the way of thinking of it as like PowerPoint for landing experiences, uh, hopefully a better user interface than PowerPoint, but this idea that the marketer who's creating things on the front line, who's experimenting with uh, you know, uh, different PPC ads, 
they really need the ability to, as quickly as they're able to come up with an idea for a new ad group and a few ad creatives in Google, just to experiment with, hey, will this particular long tail term work? Will this you know, catch the people I'm interested in? To be able to also say, okay, well, given another 15 or 20 minutes, can I also put together some landing experiences that really match that long tail term? Um, and to do that in a way where they don't have to be a designer, that either uh, you know, we can do it or some other person in their team that is a designer can create these templates in advance, upload them into the system as frameworks, and then the frontline marketer just says, oh, yeah, I want to use this framework for this conversion path, and then they can simply go in, click, 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 and plug and play different images, different headlines, different call to actions. Wow, sounds amazingly powerful. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying it myself. Hey, Scott, we've got to break away for another commercial. Uh, Listeners, please hold on. Uh, Listen to this uh, important message and come right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. Max, with our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? DMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LIRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, 
faster, wiser. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back. Hey, Scott, uh, we're close to the end of the show uh, I'm curious, when will we see you and uh, representatives of your company? Any show uh, appearances coming up? Sure. Well, both uh, myself and Anna Tallarico will be speaking at SES Chicago in December. Um, in fact, actually, American Greetings, uh, Anna will be doing a full session case study uh, with them. So that would be a great chance to see that firsthand. Super. I'll, I'll see you there as well. I'm speaking at SES Chicago as well. And uh, how can um, listeners get in touch with you if they want to follow up? Uh, absolutely. Uh, my email is sbrinker, B-R-I-N-K-E-R, at Ion Interactive, I-O-N Interactive.com. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Scott. I'm, I'm uh, really glad we got together on the show, and I'm looking forward to having you on again. Great. Thank you, David. It's been fun. And listeners, thanks for hanging with us. Come on back next Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, for another episode of PPC Rockstars.